Pride Podcast. Welcome to today's episode of the Pride Podcast, the podcast for professionals in doctor education. The Pride Network aims to be the leading professional resource for the advancement of professionals in doctor education. Our topic today, what you should know about the EUA CDE. This episode is especially directed at newcomers in the area. In this episode, we will try to give you an overview of important topics and institutions. Today, we will look closer at the EUACDE, the Council for Doctoral Education of the European University Association. And for this, we've invited Alexander Haskell. He is the head of the EUACDE. He started with this job in 2017 after working for several years for Swiss universities as a scientific coordinator. And he has a PhD in history, which he did at the University of Zurich. Alexander, my first question to you today is, what should a newcomer in the field know about the EUA CDE? First of all, thank you very much, Alison, to having me here on the podcast and congratulations to this initiative, which is really great because it enables really to share information. So thank you for that and congratulations for this. So the EUA CDE, we are actually a membership organization of the European University Association. EUA represents now more than 800 universities and national rectors conferences in 48 countries. The EUA Council for Doctoral Education was founded 2008, responding to a growing interest in that time in doctoral education and research training in Europe. Up to now, we have now more than 250 universities that are members of the EUACDE, and by doing so, provide an additional investment in doctoral education. Now, in EUACDE, we bring all these universities together, and by doing so, we bring also a lot of people together. By doing so, the EUACDE is a community, a network, a meeting point, however we want to call it, where people that are highly dedicated to doctoral education that are working in this area come together and exchange ideas and are looking what is ahead in this field. For that, USCD is organizing and offering a broad range of activities. Uh, for instance, we are organizing two major events every year. One is the annual meeting, which usually takes place in June, but this year it will be in September, and we are planning it on-site in Finland, in Lahti and Helsinki. And we have every winter, only for our members, also thematic workshops. So the annual meeting is actually also open to other people. In the annual meeting, people come together for several days, discussing together, presenting, listening to presentation and networking. So that's quite important for us that in EUACD, we can provide a lot of opportunities for our members to be active, being it in a conference where you can present or where you can meet people, your peers, being in several work groups. We have the so-called thematic peer groups. The last thematic peer group, this working group was on career tracking, which just published a report some months ago, or now we have a group with more than 20 universities on co-tutel and joint doctorates. And uh, at the same time, there are other ways to get active. However, we are not only working on events and activities, we consider ourselves the voice of doctoral education in Europe. This includes 
a lot of exchanges with different stakeholders, and I'm sure others will be also on this program, like the representatives of doctoral candidates, Eurodoc, European Commission, the academies, different universities, and so on. And the third point, which is important, is to gather and exchange knowledge. We have our regular newsletter, where you certainly are also a subscriber. And we are also here for our members. If there are any questions, any requests, we are here and try to respond as best as possible. Great. So thank you for the overview of what you do. Quite a range of things. So now more, more personal questions. So when you joined the UACDE in, in 2017, what was, what was it about your new employer that intrigued you most? First of all, what really impressed me, the high level of expertise and knowledge all my colleagues have in EUA. We are an association of more than 800 universities and every university is different, has to deal with different questions, different issues and so on. And it was really great at the beginning that you could really go to somebody and ask, oh, this and that university, do you have some experience with them? And they responded to you and you could always look into the different contexts of different institutions. The second point, which I considered quite interesting and also an interesting experience is this work in a very multicultural, multilingual and global context. We have colleagues from a lot of different countries all over Europe, which have a different work culture, different backgrounds. And it was interesting to know, for instance, how different people communicate differently, how the experience I may have when I worked, for instance, in the Swiss context or in Germany, it's quite different than when you can't work with people from other contexts. And this has been an extremely enriching and interesting experience with colleagues but actually with all the members we have where we learn every day something new. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and what was especially important for you as head of the EUACDE to achieve? What was your, what is your goal? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's, that's a question. Uh, what, is, what is my goal or our goal? Just some days ago, uh, the Wallonian Observatoire de la Recherche and Career Scientific published a study. I don't know You've heard about this, where they ask doctoral graduates about the reason why they stay in academia. And the main answer was, or the main reason is actually to say passion for research. And that's true when I remember how I worked on my doctorate and what keeps you going with all the obstacles you have when you do it, with frustration, with the time, with the question you have, is that it's really great to do research and passion for it. And when I started in EUACDE, that's actually also, EUACDE is also about that. When you look into the Salzburg principle, and they have been also discussed previously on this program, the first point, the most important point of doctorate in Europe is supporting people to do independently research in the best way and to make that the experience of the doctorate is something that you're happy about and that keeps you going for the rest of your life, being it within academia or outside of academia. And what I really enjoy is working for an organization and for a network which is really dedicated to that, that we want to make the doctorate a really good experience for everybody, to explain also the reason for it, to increase qualities, for instance, of supervision, 
of the whole organization of the doctorate and really also explain why it's actually a great thing for the individual, for the university, but for the society that we have the doctorate in Europe where highly motivated people can spend three, four years of their life really to work with passion and interest on increasing the knowledge in this world and on research subject. And working on this and that this remains and gets even stronger in the future, this is certainly one goal I consider key in the work of UACD. What especially our audience is interested in is, is uh, the roles of professionals in this. And the EUACD especially mentions professionals as one of their target group, but this wasn't always the case. So what made the council decide to include this group a couple of years ago? Okay, it's always difficult to talk about how maybe some years ago things have been done. What I see and what was from the first day I also started in EUACD is to see that EUACD is really a collective approach that from the beginning, uh, different groups within the university, being it the vice rector, a professional doctoral education administrator, but also doctoral candidates work together in increasing uh, the strength of doctoral education in Europe and to form the UEUA Council for Doctoral Education. And even before, I mean, I actually also participated a uh, year before in a UACD annual meeting. And one great thing was that you can be really in the same table, maybe and talking at the same time with a vice rector, with a doctoral candidate, with somebody working in the administration, with a professor, and discuss this together. So this strength is here. And in the last couple of years, I think there is an increase, and this is, of course, also true to projects like Pride, increased understanding about the role of professionals. And when we look about the success of doctoral education in Europe, we should not forget, like 10, 15 years ago, we had 20% of doctoral education, of doctoral schools in European universities. Now we are 95%. And this has only been possible, first of all, having a structure also like UACD, where people can exchange experience and knowledge, but also by including the different groups within the university to have exactly gathering this experience, to learn from each other and to really discuss what are our base. And this only has been possible, bringing all the groups together. Mm -hmm. So now, We'd like to look a bit into the future, or what you see as the future. So uh, what do you think are the current major trends in doctoral education and what will happen there in the future, in your opinion? Mm -hmm. When you are now working in the area of universities, and I'm sure this is also your experience in your institution, there's hardly one topic nowadays where there is not some reference to early career researchers, to early stage researchers. When we talk about research ethics and integrity, there's immediately the question, how can we support and train next generation of scholars in this? When we talk about open science, question, what does it mean for doctoral candidates and early stage researchers? It comes up. When we talk about science communication, my test in three minutes, immediately it's about doctoral candidates. So 
a lot of issues we have now in universities and actually also in society, but let's talk about universities are connected to doctoral education. And there is a great potential and also work for us to do to really represent this, this area and to look how can doctoral education contribute to the development in these contexts. At the same time, also topics which always have been at the core of UACD. For instance, let's take one example, supervision, which is still a very popular topic at our events. This still remains a lot to do, a lot to discuss. How do, can we motivate maybe more senior researchers to, to increase supervision, but also how can we mobilize the right resources? What is too much? What do we need? These are all aspects which still are really uh, in the center of our work. And new topics have come. Let's take the mental health issue. I remember when I started 2017, this topic popped up a little bit, but it was often seen as an issue. Yes, that's in some area of Europe. They talk about it, but in other they don't. Now there is no region in Europe. And we have also been, I mean, we regularly are in exchange with partners in the rest of the world. This is a topic which everywhere is being discussed. So these are also new topics which are now discussing in CD. We have COVID-19. This will lead to questions related to funding. We had a survey last year where the question of funding of doctoral education has been quite top on the list. And when we see all the questions we have to deal with, this is very well understandable. So um, we need to look and discuss the future and our annual meeting now in September will have the title Doctoral Education Futures, where we'll discuss questions like funding, but also like timing, like space, like the remote question together, but with a perspective on the future. And another point, we are also increasing the groups we are addressing. Uh, one topic which has become very important and we are now also starting soon a new survey in these regards is the postdoctoral researchers. Uh, postdocs, the precarity of careers has become a very important topic. And we are all agreeing that you cannot just copy what you do in doctoral education for the postdocs. At the same time, more and more universities in Europe, more and more of our members are starting to providing offers for postdoctoral researchers, questions of career development. It's not something you finish when you get your doctoral degree. It becomes even more important maybe after, especially when you stay in academia. So these are points which in the future will become priorities and I'm sure will keep all of us working quite hard and with a lot of new and interesting experiences. So thank you very much, Alexander, for, for your answers um, to my questions, um, to your overview of the EUACDE, to the major topics you see. We see lots of these topics as well, so it's great exchanging with you and seeing which direction we will be heading in the next years, and we already are. For our listeners, all events Alexander mentioned, we will put the events down in the show notes. You can find some links there also to the UACDE. If you want to discuss this topic or have more questions, you can always post this on Twitter, send us an email. You will find contact details everywhere. For now, I'd like to say thank you, Alexander. And everyone else, have a nice afternoon, morning, night, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Bye.
Thank you very much for having me here. Thanks.